During Illinois' bicentennial year, the state's baseball fans have many reasons to celebrate the history of their Chicago Cubs and White Sox. Despite curses, scandals, and long droughts, the Cubs and the White Sox have won a combined total of 16 pennants in six World Series since the 1903 National Agreement between the National and American Leagues. Arguably the greatest team in franchise history, the 1907 Cubs won a remarkable 112 games and defeated Kai Cobb's Detroit Tigers in the World Series. Ten years later, the 1917 White Sox dominated the American League, won 100 games, and went on to a World Series victory over John McGraw's New York Giants. Many of the greatest players in baseball history have taken the field in Cub or White Sox uniforms on their way to the Baseball Hall of Fame. The 1907 Cubs have four players, including pitcher Three Finger Brown, enshrined at Cooperstown. Come gather in the dugout, leave the bats and balls behind. In life and baseball, a hero's hard to find. That's why we still remember all across this town and tell the story of Three Finger Brown. He was born in Indiana where he lost part of his hand. But then he found a curveball that could strike out any man. The 1917 White Sox have three players in the Hall of Fame and would have four had Shoeless Joe Jackson not been banned from baseball after the 1919 Black Sox scandal, as depicted in the movie Eight Men Out. Regardless of the verdict of juries, no player who throws a ball game, no player who undertakes or promises to throw a game, no player who sits in conference with a bunch of crooked players and gamblers where the ways and means of throwing a ball game are discussed and does not promptly tell his club about it will ever play professional baseball again. When the Hall of Fame opened its doors in 1939, the Cubs and the White Sox were well represented in the first induction class. In a photograph of the surviving members of the 1939 class, Pete Alexander, who pitched for the Cubs for nine seasons, is standing next to pirate legend Hannes Wagner. Seated beside Babe Ruth is Eddie Collins, who played second base for the pennant-winning 1917 and 1919 White Sox and was one of the few players not tainted by the Black Sox scandal. Also in that 1939 induction class was Charlie Comiskey, one of the founders of the American League and owner of the Chicago White Sox for 31 years. A Chicago native, Comiskey's White Sox won the first of their four American League pennants in 1901. After winning their second pennant in 1906, the White Sox, dubbed the Hitless Wonders, went on to defeat a powerful Cubs team in the World Series. In 1910, the White Sox began play in the newly constructed Comiskey Park. The White Sox won their second World Series in 1917 and their fourth American League pennant in 1919. After the Black Sox scandal broke at the end of the 1920 season, the White Sox would never finish in the first division for the rest of Comiskey's life. He died in 1931 at the age of 82. Absent from the 1939 Hall of Fame class was William Halbert, who grew up in Chicago and became owner of the White Stocking franchise that became the Cubs. On February 2nd, 1876, Halbert, in one of the most important moments in baseball history, called a meeting of several owners of professional baseball clubs 
because he believed that baseball had fallen victim to contract jumping, gambling, drinking, and rowdy play. Halpert became the founding father of the National League when he convinced the owners to form a new organization to bring order and integrity to the game. As National League president, he ended beer sales at ballparks, eliminated Sunday baseball, and threatened players with suspensions if they jumped contracts and banishment if they consorted with gamblers. True to his word, in 1877, he banned four members of the Louisville Grays for life after gamblers paid them to fix games. 1939, Hall of Fame inductee Albert Spaulding, who played for and managed Halbert's White Stockings and wrote one of the first histories of baseball, claimed that Halbert was the man who saved the game. Unlike Comiskey and Spaulding, Halbert was passed over by the Hall of Fame in 1939 and drifted into baseball obscurity despite his role as the founding father of the National League. It wasn't until 1995 that the Veterans Committee corrected the oversight and elected Halbert to the Hall of Fame. Today, a plaque honoring Halbert hangs in the Hall of Fame gallery for those of popular Cub greats, such as Ernie Banks, Billy Williams, and Ron Santa. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.